Hey, what's hey. going on? Hi, what's going on? Welcome to the awkward podcast. No, it's not awkward. We're just, you know, trying to figure out how to start it up, you know? Okay, now you're being awkward now. <laughs> 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 not saying anything. I just look at you. You're just quiet. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome on into the FS Podcast, also known as the... Fantasy Sports Podcast. Oh, wow. Look at that. I put a motion in that. Yeah, I saw that. I knew huh? you, you did huh? it like halfway, though. You're like, Fantasy Sports Podcast. Fantasy Sports Podcast. Fantasy Sports Podcast. Anyways, uh, you guys can already tell. Um, Episode 86. This is episode 86, unfortunately. Man, we've been doing this for 86 recordings. Episodes. Yeah. Episodes. Can't really say weeks because at one point we did twice a week. Yeah, and then at one point we like missed a whole weekend. <laughs> it was like a whole month I think we missed, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I remember that. It was during the regular season two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, we're fun. Anyways, so welcome on into the Fancy Sports Podcast, also known as the FS Podcast. And welcome to our first ever Saturday episode, man. Huh? Is it our first ever, really? I believe so. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't think we've ever recorded on a Saturday. I don't think Go we ahead ever. and fact check us, guys. It was really, really... Because, like, I worked yesterday, right? Yesterday morning. And then I was like, sweet. Yeah, so did I. I got to go sleep in. And then I remember, I'm like, oh, wait, we got to record in the morning. And I got to get up on my day off. <laughs> it's my day off, too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so welcome on in. As you guys can already tell, we are not professionals at this at all, okay? No. No, we're not. We're going to say this every episode, okay? We're here to have fun give you guys advice and hopefully help you win your fantasy league just don't sue us when we when we give you bad advice you know uh-huh that's all i asked for um anyways so we don't we have a lot to talk about today well i wouldn't say a lot i guess i mean of. we just have news and then we have our our top 10 wide receiver segment with what we've been doing for a while yeah we we did if you guys want to listen to our tight ends and our uh running backs those are the last two episodes go ahead and go you know listen to those to find it out Find it out. Find out. Listen to it. That's what he's trying to say. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Instead of find out. Find out what it is now. Stay tuned Stay for tuned. the next episode, Dragon Ball Z. All right. See you guys next episode. Latest. Anyway. Uh, again, welcome on in to the Unprofessional Podcast, considering we've taken two and a half minutes to get into the main segment. I keep telling you this, Jack, this is a good thing, because usually before, like, even during the off-season, it took us, like, maybe 10 to 15 minutes before we True. actually get into True. the segment. You know, we just even be talking about random stuff before the podcast. <laughs> 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 and here so we are still doing it. This is still a record, so anyways, yeah. So you want to, oh, another reminder, again, for like the sixth episode, we don't have a soundboard. I keep telling you guys, I'm going to get it fixed. I'm going to get it done. Well, here's the thing. I've been busy, okay? And hopefully, hopefully, don't quote me on this because I've been saying this like the last three episodes. Hopefully, it will be here next episode. Hopefully. Hopefully. H-O-P-E-F-U-L-L-Y. Hopefully. Oh, look at that. He could spell. Thank you. You know, there's a reason why I went to school. I always told myself why, but now I can figure it out why. <laughs> so I can spell hopefully. <laughs> so I can spell hopefully. <laughs> Seems Anyways. like a fair trade. Yeah. So when we're going to go into the news right now, uh, me and Jagger decided that we weren't going to go through all the news because when you guys think about it, last time we, last time we recorded was on Thursday of last week. So there's like boatloads of news that came out during this whole week. So we're going to go into like maybe four or five days into the news so we don't, you know, spend all episodes talking about news starting from Thursday night, you know? Yeah. Uh, so Hall of Fame game though happened. Hall of Fame game did quick. happen, and then of course a couple preseason games happened again yesterday, and also a c- more games happened today. 
Yes. Both me and Jagger's team played today. Yay. We don't play against each other, but they played no. today. Uh, Thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> Wouldn't be a very entertaining game. That's hey. all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like we said, uh, when we go into the news right now, it'll be like maybe like four slash five days into it, so we don't talk about all from maybe like three days week. ago. Yeah. Anyway, um, again, we'll start off with Zach Moss, I think. Uh, he was one day at a time with a hamstring injury approximately three days ago and add some hours on there. Mm-hmm. Um, are you concerned at all? Because yeah. I think they did say that Zach Moss might be the starting back. Yeah, they did say that. I am a little bit concerned because I was really hoping he would be the starting back. And, like, I wouldn't, like, waste too much of a draft pick on him, but, like, I would consider it, you know? But I'd now say, with like, his injury coming in. Around five or six. Yeah. They use him as a flex. I wouldn't really use him as a running back, too, you know? I wouldn't use him as a one for sure. Obviously. Unless <laughs> I see some, like, <coughs> some rocket blast off stats. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next one. I saw this earlier, too, but uh, some good news for wide receiver Amari Cooper, who underwent ankle surgery in January, has passed his physical and is off the pup list. Ooh. So, yeah, Amari Cooper's back on the field, and now we're just waiting for Dak Prescott to get back on the field this season. Yep. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks getting back on the field, Carson Wentz is trending toward playing in week one. I'm very do you surprised believe about that? that. I do believe that. I just wish they don't rush it too much. When you think about it. Well, they said it was like, what, a six to 12-week recovery time yeah, after surgery? after surgery. But if they push forward to him playing week one, I don't want him to, like, I don't want them to push him too much because look what, like, if they lose him, who do they have? Nobody else, you know, yeah. the rest of the season. Then it'll be like last season, where they're running off of a backup all year. Yeah. I really hope last season does not come a full circle again. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, let's see. So, big news here on the Vikings side with good old Justin Jefferson. He had an AC joint sprain three days ago. But he's in good spirits and taking some half-speed reps and in individual drills. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we concerned at all, or is he playable week one, you think? Um, I am a little bit concerned obviously right now because one of the best wide receivers is injured. But I ain't concerned about it. I think he can be back week one for the regular season and I think his ADP, like his average draft draft projection won't go down. You yeah. know? Everyone's still drafting him the same. Just because of this injury doesn't mean it's gonna affect him as much. But I do nope. see him coming out on week one. Um, anyway, we want to the next one. Uh I just wanna say this real quick because this is like I've been hearing a lot of news about the wide receiver for Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. the rookie for the Ravens, but it came out saying Rashad Bateman, who suffered a somewhat significant groin injury, does have a chance for week one. And I'm really happy about that because I feel like he can take the number one spot. Uh, and then they got Marquise Brown over there, Hollywood Brown. But, like, I remember, like, during the, when we did, like, the post-draft analyst or whatever, when we analyzed all the first-round draft picks, and we got to Rashad Bateman, and I was like, you know, this this is a guy they really need. You know, this is a pick that really made sense in the draft. And with them only having Mark Andrews, mm. I don't know. And really, Sneed is gone. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> so I just really ho- I'm really excited for Rashawn Bateman to come back in week one. I can definitely see him one of those, like, gambling picks or the last of it. You know, As far as I'm draft. concerned, Mark Andrews is still the best when it comes to receiving oh, on the team. He's always the as best. As of the moment. You can follow all the hype you want about Hollywood Brown, but as of this moment, I'm still sticking with Mark Andrews. Because, like, when you think about it, Hollywood Brown has had, like, the same height for the past two years. In the past two years, he's disappointed in fantasy. He's like Nikhil Harry. Yeah. 
And I just don't feel like, and I think Rashawn Bateman can take that spot. Anyways. I hope so. It's not a big spot to take. Anyway. Well, Mark Andrews is there already, too. Oh, yeah. So I guess it is a big spot. <laughs> he is a big boy. So Dak Prescott uh, with his shoulder could get another MRI next week. <laughs> so um, I was actually watching um, Hard Knocks, the episode one. I saw Jack about this yesterday. And uh, Dak Prescott looked really good. He mm-hmm. did. So then uh, Elliot, he looked really great. He lost a lot of pounds. He lost the body weight. And, he was um, kind of big. Yeah, he was. Um, but I was watching Hard Knocks, and I, and I did see the injury happen. Like, I remember him practicing some throws, and then he had, like, a strain in his shoulder, so they didn't have him throw for, like, the rest of the week, and now he's going under another MRI. I still think he's there week one, though. I just think they might not play him the whole game. Yeah, I think they might just the limit this him is going. still. Uh, and speaking of which, it's finally happening. Uh, Jaguars head coach Urban Mayer says that the team has not decided who will be starting week one. And there's still an open competition between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew. Finally, they might give Gardner Minshew another chance. I feel like they needed Gardner Minshew deserves another chance. I'm not trying to bash because well, he didn't really play, you know, like his own full season. Because he was in there with Nick Foles, and then Minshew got hurt, and then, yeah. you know, record. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to like bash on Trevor Lawrence saying that you know. He's not a better quarterback than Gardner Minshew. I just feel like Gardner Minshew deserves another chance. I really feel like Gardner Minshew's a sleeper, personally. I think so, too. I feel like, honestly, he is a boom or bust player almost every week. Yeah. Uh, he can get you a lot of points or a fat zero. A fat zero. Uh, speaking of Rashad Bateman, this came out two days ago. I should have scrolled up more to see it. I think you see it, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Some sad news came out. Uh, he Ooh. will undergo some growing surgery, and the team announced he will return some point in September. I mean, I mean that's still the like first the beginning. Week is in September. That's still like the beginning of um the season. The only thing that sucks about it is like he's not going through. Pr- he's a rookie this year, right? So he's not going through. Like, you know, he's not going to get comfortable really as much as he should be if he was in, like, training camps and all that and practice, you know, mm-hmm. get a feel for the team. Now he's not going to get a chance to experience that because he's going under this surgery, and now he's going to probably just get, like, put in the game, and then he's going to figure it out himself, you know? Yeah. I mean, September really, realistically, is not a bad recovery yeah. time because week one is in September. Yeah. So if anything, at most, he could probably miss three games. Yeah. Is what I see. And then, uh, also on top of injury, because for whatever reason, we're still having carried over effects from last season still. Um, but Tua has had some exceptional training camp. He's fully healthy. Uh, he has greater comfort within the offense, greater comfort in the playbook, plus an emphasis on taking shots downfield. Does that mean we see Devontae Parker coming back as 2019 Devontae Parker? I have a lot of hype for Devontae Parker, actually. Yeah. Devontae Parker. I don't know. I just feel like I want to hop on the train with him. Was he was. Eh. It was difficult because I think we brought up the idea when we. I don't know why. I forgot what reason, but you brought up the idea. Uh, do you think Devontae Parker did, didn't do so well because of the quarterback situation? And I think we both agreed it was because of the quarterback situation. Because there was never really a set quarterback. No, because it was time. Fitzpatrick and Tua always set. And then it didn't even be like mid game. And then. Yeah, we're switching, you know, like, and like all, f- all props to Devonte Parker. He's a great wide receiver, but 
he ain't no like Terry McLaurin or Allen Robinson I who feel just like makes honestly, the quarterback great. He has the potential to be one of those three. Even though he is a bit of an older guy. Yeah. Um, I do feel like there that potential is there. It's just can he capitalize on the potential? Yeah. Because if he's taking a deep, if two has taken more deep shots downfield, we could see Devontae Parker on those deep shots. Because in 2019, that's about all he did was deep shots down the field. Uh, definitely not happening. I really want that to happen, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did see a lot of hype, you know, with Tua coming this year. You know, I really hope he like, I guess, bashes on those haters. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then moving up, uh, here we go. We got our first, uh, I think it's our first, our first COVID-19 list. Oh, a list? Yep. The Cardinals have placed four players, including running back James Conner and tight end Daryl Daniels, the guy that I made fun of a few episodes ago. I remember that. On the reserve COVID-19 list because of high risk, close contacts with a positive individual. Now, I don't want to go into the whole political side of the players needing to get vaccinated because if they don't and their team shuts down because of COVID, it's a loss. But it's getting a little scary already. Yeah. You know, we, we're in preseason now, and we already got COVID listings. No team is shut down yet, thankfully, but... Thankfully. Uh, hopefully it doesn't. So, man, I just hope they <laughs> get it all... Sort it out. And then I think I'm going to take away his news here. Ah, I was set and stoned on it. Too. I'm looking at it, but I, I, I give you the honors to do it. So if it's the news I think you're thinking of. I think so, too. Uh, but you know what? I respect you. So go ahead and take oh it. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And then I should have been all like, well, no, you go first. <laughs> no, <laughs> no you, you go first. Yeah. Uh, so Darren Waller's ankle injury mm. is not concerned. Which I am so happy about because, like, the past week since last Thursday, all I've been hearing Darren Waller, Darren Waller, injury. Darren Waller's not returning. Darren Waller's not at practice. Darren Waller. Like, and so I was a little, I was a little, con- being a Raider fan, it was a little concerning, you know? Not mm-hmm. even, like, due to fantasy point of view. Just a Raider fan. From a fantasy point of view, it's still concerning. Because he's concerning. on that Mount Rushmore of tight ends. Yeah. So both, I was, like, getting it from both sides. And now with this, like, simple news saying it's not concerning. But he's still a little injured. But it's not concerning. I think it's he'll definitely maybe relief. take a little, I think he'll take a little hit. Maybe. I think so, too. But um, it's not going to be huge. It's not going to be huge, but I'm very excited because, you know, not only that, but fantasy players and the Raiders need Darren Waller. Yep. All right. <laughs> you can't go on that season without Darren Waller. Everybody needs him. Everybody. Everybody does. Uh, moving on forward, it says right here, I'm very excited about this one. Rams appear all in on Darren Henderson. I'm happy about that, too. I think you guys talk about him. Yeah. If you guys remember, uh, Cam Akers, unfortunately, tore a, his Achilles and is out for the rest of the season. Yeah, and unfortunately that was really bad for him. But I did, ha- I w- I would say I'm a little biased on this part right here because I did have Daryl Henderson a little bit last season. I think we both had him in something. Uh, yeah, and he did very well. I mean, I didn't keep him on my team all year because I had like Christian McCaffrey, of course, and all that. So Who I played three him. games. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but it, I had him for most of the most of the time last season. He was did he did great. I wouldn't say he's consistent all the time, but like he has his breakout games. But now they're saying that they're going all in on Dale. Henderson, I feel like it's it's like I feel like his ADP projection goes up, but I mm-hmm. think you can probably set him as a running back too, depending yeah. on your your team. Your team, like if you went full, if you have like good core wide receivers and Daryl Henderson is your wide receiver, I mean uh, running back number two, that's great. 
You mm-hmm. know, nothing, nothing to bash there. I mean, if you draft Joe Flacco and <laughs> Jalen Hurts, um, then you don't need anyone else. You don't need anybody else. Just skip the entire draft. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so Rams are here to go all in on Daryl Henderson. And I'm so hyped for this one. This is another hype train I l- would love to hop on. So, and then sticking with the category of uh, running backs, the Chargers will supposedly be using a variety of running backs. I think that definitely brings mm-hmm. Austin Eckler down. Um, I'm not too concerned about Austin Eckler's ability and his output. Yeah. But I think it will definitely be down. Um, at least for the time being. Maybe starting week one, they'll have Austin Eckler back. I don't know. But as of this moment, they say they will be using a variety of running backs. Do you believe that Austin Eckler won't be like the workhorse back come week one? Um, Week one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, there's also like things like sitting on the running back, not trying to cut you off or change the topic, but like also like um, things coming up about like the Houston Texans with David Johnson being over there. There's yep. a thing that David Johnson's not even going to be the starter no more. I'm like, damn, what's happening to that team over there, you know? No one knows. It's, Nobody it's, knows. It's a war zone over I there. Because I remember I came up with, like, a question a week, couple of weeks ago, like, would you draft anybody on the Texans besides Deshaun Watson? And you're like, oh, probably David Johnson. Now, David Johnson may not even start, yeah, you yeah, know? So now like, there's no point. Hey, what's the point of drafting anybody on the Houston Texans team for fantasy, you know? So then also, I know we talked about Mike Davis a few weeks ago. We did. Um, but let's see if I can get this right. But Quadri Olison. Is Mike Davis's true backup with a question mark? Do um, you believe Mike Davis is a workhorse back? Has he shown it before? I know. <laughs> oh, that was weird. I know. Um, I know he was a backup. Well, he would. He played most of the games for McCaffrey last year when McCaffrey and he only was stellar played in the first half. He was pretty good in like the first half. He came out on top for a little bit, and like the second half, eight points, nine points. <laughs> yeah, he was just missing. I don't know what happened to him. And now with like their Quad, was it Quadre? Yeah. Is Mike Davis's true backup? Do you believe that? Or do you think it'll be like a split backfield? I think it'll be a split backfield. I feel like Mike Davis is not a full workhorse back at all. You know, I'm not trying to bash on him. I think he's. It's just he's had the potential and to he's do it. fumbled it. He's fumbled it many times. He wasn't on Zeke Elliott last year. No, no. But, like, he he did. He had a poten- he has the potential to be a workhorse running back. It's just that he's not there yet. And I don't think the Falcons will give him that at all. With the Falcons already. Like, I feel like the Falcons are going to be mostly more. Like, they usually are every year, even now without Julio Jones. But they're more of a passing team, you know? Mm-hmm. Throwing team. Not really much of a running back game. Uh, but I do feel like it's gonna be like a split backfield. But like I would like me and you both wouldn't draft Mike Davis at all. I don't think so. Well, and it's so weird because I'm looking at his past games from last year when he did start, and like, you know, he goes out there against Tampa Bay in full PPR, fifteen point five points. That is phenomenal. That Week was against two. Tampa Bay too, Buccaneers. And then we go down, and let's see here, uh, Green Bay, mm-hmm. eight point one. Uh, Kansas City, who's not really known for their defense entirely, 8.7. Uh, New Orleans, 8.6. And then he comes back to Tampa Bay, 8.4. Who, I they had, like, what, uh, when he played Tampa Bay the first time, or what, a 15-point game? Yeah, he had a 15-point game, and he was only out there for 32% of the snaps. Mm. Uh, and then, like, Minnesota, whose defense is shoddy at best, 10.9. <laughs> Surprise, shot <shot-eye. laughs> 
But it's like he's so inconsistent because then he goes and plays Denver. He's a huge roller coaster. He really he is. is. He goes up and then goes down and goes up and then goes down. That's what. I like Don't get it. me wrong though. Week two through five was oh, it was phenomenal. Twenty points a week almost. Yeah. But then he goes plays Chicago, who arguably does have a tough run defense. They do. I uh, agree with that. He still managed ten point five, which ain't bad. Um, it's just I'm still shocked at the fact that. He can throw up 15.5 points with 32% of the snaps against Tampa Bay's defense. The Tampa Bay defense that shut out, pretty much, the Packers that one week <laughs> and made them look like little children. Yeah. But then he comes back and plays Tampa in Carolina with home field advantage, quote-unquote, and then gets 8.4. 8.4. It's just... He's a huge roller coaster. I really mean, is. listen, but you're like, starting him against Denver. Like, that's an obvious start. Yeah. Anyone who had him started him against Denver and got a nice 26.3. But it's like... <clears throat> uh, look, I, I'm, I'm just saying, with him being on the Falcons now and them already being a passing, you know... Team. Because they got Calvin Ridley, and Calvin who Ridley over there. delectable. Who's phenomenal, who, who we will talk about later on in the show. But the point is, the point is, is like Mike Davis. I don't see him as a full workhorse back. Like no. I said, like what two minutes ago, it's gonna be a split backfield with you know Cadre uh, Olsen. If anything, I see Mike Davis being that goal line guy. Yeah, you know, which may be great for you in standard. You know, maybe use him as a flex or something. But depending on the team he's playing against, you may want to factor in you know their defense. Because on that side. if you look at it. He has the ability to catch point in case was that week two game against Tampa where he had 15 and a half. Mm. He had 15 and a half in full PPR. He only had like eight points in standard. Yeah, and that was with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. And now he has one of the great quarterbacks, Matt Ryan. So mm-hmm. maybe it may be a little bit different on his pass catching ability. Maybe. It's just I'm not sure they can like use him in so many ways, and I don't know what the plan is. They could simply use him as a yardage back and then yeah. have Quadre punch it in. I don't know. Or it could be the other way around. You know, yeah. it's just we don't really see Mike Davis as the full workhorse. We don't see him as a Zeke. No, definitely. I, we don't even see him. I feel like DeAndre Swift is above him right now. Yeah. And DeAndre I, Swift I will is agree. on the Lions right now. And DeAndre Swift is even hurt right now. He's not even hurt. And we just have, we just feel like Mike Davis is below DeAndre Swift and maybe even Damian Harris on the Patriots. Yeah, I would say Damian yeah. Harris, too. That, um, that's one. Yeah. Uh, moving on though towards the Rashad Bateman again. I know I said this three times, but I just want to give you the information. So he famous. did go under surgery today, actually, twenty hours ago. Uh, no, actually, it was yesterday. But I caught, yeah. I counted <laughs> today because I'm saying it right now. He went under <laughs> surgery, and they said he would make it back sometime in September. Didn't say the beginning of September, just sometime in September. But when you think about it, he won't miss too many games. September ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Not to be worried. I would still draft him. Yeah, me too. And uh, moving on to the next news, we talked about Mike Williams a little bit about how he was like having what 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 was that news that came out him a long time ago about him like having more work more workload or something? Yeah, I or think so. Like he's he's becoming great, you know, whatever. But look at this came out an hour ago. Chargers unlikely to extend wide receiver Mike Williams, and then he just went down. And did it back down. And I was really happy for him because I was like, Mike Williams, we need him. Why is he number two? And they're like, okay, we do need him, but let's not extend his contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Well, you see what you guys want, but no. We're not going to extend it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't see what we see. No. 
Um, anyways. I so think that's pretty much it. That is all the news that we have. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the preseason games? Um, uh, what do you know about <laughs> the preseason games? See, like, all, all we know about today, because today's Saturday, of course, but, like, we got Justin Jefferson, not Justin Jefferson, Justin Fields. Uh, hopefully. Start Ho- hopefully. His debut, Zach Wilson, and I think Trey Lance also. I think maybe Trevor Lawrence also, too, because they're playing against the – no. Then again, though, I with that news coming out about an open competition between Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence, yeah. we could see a mix of both. I did I did watch a little bit of highlights of – um. The Eagles, and I saw like Jalen Hurts threw a great pass to Dallas Goldberg. I think I saw that. And yeah. I was like, yes, you know, finally, gosh, show him, <laughs> show him, Hurts. You're the, you're the number one, dude. Come on. I'm just sorry. Like we, I've been teasing Leia about the Jalen Hurts situation, but like, there's no doubt in my mind who should start. It is Jalen Hurts, yeah. right? But it's like, Jagger it's the fact. Jagger just likes to mess with me. That's all. It's the fact that it's even a competition between him and Joe Flacco that gets me. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> That'd be like you're at work and you're up for promotion, but this dusty old man who's like 95 gets it and you don't. That's how like how it would feel. Yeah, and just feel like why, 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 why are you doing this? <laughs> He's gonna that, die. But um, I guess like oh, that's my phone. My bad. <laughs> um, I was watching too a little bit of the Mac Jones uh, from the Patriots. I heard he wasn't doing too bad. He didn't do too bad actually. He had a great motive. Uh, Standing ovation when he walked out onto the field. Doesn't Cam Newton call him like mac and cheese or something? Something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds good now. Anyways, it, it feels. Good. It does sound good. Why are you gonna say yeah. that? Um, at least I know when I'm go out to work and I go to the store, quick, grab me some craft mac and cheese. <laughs> Not sponsored, but I'm just saying. But hey, craft. Mm. I'm just saying. Uh, sounds good. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So we got games again tonight, which I'm very excited just to have football back in general. You know, because last year we didn't even have preseason at all. Nope. It just started. Right off the bat. Uh, and I do believe we still have the extra game this year. We do. Uh, the week 18 game, yeah. right? Yeah. Which then makes 17 actually possible to try. To try, yeah. Because 17 was always <laughs> like, man, whatever. Uh, so I was talking about, I mean, like, when they came out with the week 18, about them mixing it to, you know, 18 games. And it came out with, like, the last game. And it's funny because it came out saying, like, the Raiders will play the Bears on, a, on week 18, the last game. <coughs> <laughs> and I looked at Jagger and I told Jagger, I was like, man, not even, when, it, when week 18 comes around, they're not playing no more, you know? So no, it's literally, like, either backups or our season's already over. <laughs> we're just playing for draft. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, great. I don't even have the game. My team won't – his team and my team won't play against – each other to a full potential because it's no. the last game. So I'm like, oh great, now I can't make fun of Jagger. If my <laughs> if my team beats Jagger, you know I can't. Instead, I can be all like, you see when they put Nick Foles in, <laughs> like man, that was cool, right? <laughs> I can't bash on Jagger if my team beats him, or if you can't bash <laughs> no. on me if my if his team beats me because I'm be like, dude, it's the last game of the Listen, season. Listen, I would really like it to be an all out game, but I feel like the way these two teams are, it's not. Yeah, it won't be. I'm like, bro, you you guys started Nick Foles. What do you want <laughs> to say? <laughs> you guys start your backup. We start our third stream. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like another, it's kind of like another slash preseason game, you know? Pretty much. Except preseason, they at least kind of try a little bit yeah. because you know they're trying to prove themselves. But man, I'm sorry. It's just to me, there's no point watching that last game. Yeah, I would unless watch it's it, like playoff dependent. Like if they win, they get the first round by. Or if they don't win, 
then they're at like the four seed or something. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) There's no point. There's There's no. no There's no competition there. But anyway, uh, welcome to the FS podcast, where we are now 27 minutes in. And if you haven't done so, uh, let us know how you're doing. Somehow, don't know how. Figure it out. Figure what out exactly. Um, you know what? If you do want to tell us how you're doing, you know how you can do that? Ah, look at that segue. You know how you can do that is that you can go ahead and follow us on our Instagram account, which is at fancy.sports.podcast, and go ahead and DM us, okay? Send us a question or just let us know how you're doing. You Give like us feedback. I have a question for Wea. What is your shoe size? Boom. Easy. Something something like that. I'm like, or be what? all like, did you have mac and cheese last week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Or even shoot us an email. Uh, email's in the description. Go ahead and shoot us an email. Anything it's not you? like we're busy. No. I, I usually get a notification anyway on my phone whenever we do get a new email. So. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys want to, like, talk to us or keep up with us, go ahead and follow our social media Or just account. tell us how much we suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> our Instagram that account, works too. <laughs> you can find us at fantasy.sports.podcast. Even on our Twitter account, if you want to, you can find us at F underscore S underscore podcast. And even, like I said, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, you know what you can do? You can scroll down to the bottom of the episode right now and write a review and rate us. Go ahead and rate us. And then also write a review and see what kind of feedback we get so we can improve for you guys on the next episode. And if you're listening on anything else like Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever, go ahead and hit that follow button or that plus button so you can get notifications so when we upload. And so that's why you can, you know, just love us and, you know, <laughs> just remember <laughs> us, you know. Just imagine coming home from work, you know, and from a long, long day, you know, just going to come home from work. And all of a sudden, your phone goes off. Ding. You look at your phone and it says, FS Podcast uploaded a new the episode. The two idiots uploaded. What? The, the non-professionals uploaded a new episode. And you're going to be like, no way. <laughs> I got something to do now, you know? <laughs> I'm going to go home and relax and listen to this podcast. Or even at work. That's what I do. You know, yep. if you have a long day at work and you can put in your AirPods, just put on your AirPods and listen to us soothing voices talk about fantasy football. Or on the car ride. <laughs> yeah, long trip. Um. Anyway, Boya pretty much gave the end of the episode speech midway through the episode. I'll probably say that again in the last episode. He probably will. I so mean, if you listen to it here, I guess you don't really have to listen to it at the end. Yeah, but don't don't leave now because we're no. going <laughs> to get into our main segment. Moral of the story, check the description. <laughs> uh, so main segment of the evening or of the week. We've been doing this for the past two episodes. Now it's down to wide receiver. We are doing our top ten consensus wide receivers for fantasy consensus. football. Oh, my bad. I said that wrong. Top 10 wide receivers. I'm just going to say that for fantasy football for 2021-2022 season. And this is going to be – I would – I got asked this question about it, and it's kind of true. And then I think we should, like, maybe clarify what's going on. Are these – our top 10 running backs, are they for full PPR? Yeah, everything we do is for full PPR. Okay. Because sometimes it can kind of factor into being standard, you know, of course. Like, some of these, like, of course, you're probably going to draft, like, somebody as good. Like, for example, running back Christian McCaffrey. You yeah, know? he's stellar in either he's one. He's stellar, like, in, in, in standard Whatever. half PPR. But I'm just saying this is more focused on PPR. I'll make sure to clarify that. Full PPR, half PPR. This still kind of works for standard depending on, you know, what player it is. But, yeah, we kind of shoot a target for uh, full PPR. Mm-hmm. If you play half PPR, that's great. Standard, that's so great. Whatever it is. Just At least clarify. you're playing. Yeah. I just want to clarify this is kind of target. But play it right. PPR. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, anyway, so we want to go into our top ten. I know. I think we did for the first round. We went up and then down. And then for the first. 
Wait, how do you want to do this? Can we go one through ten or ten through one? Uh, why don't we go evens and then odds? <laughs> that makes no sense. So it's I know, like I know we started like ten, eight, nine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know we started uh, running backs with like the top ten because you obviously know who's number one. Yeah. Right? So there's no like waiting for the last moment to see who the number one is when you already know who it's gonna be. Uh, I don't no know. Zeke. You no wanna Zeke. You want to flip a coin actually? Sure. Let's see if we go up and down. Uh, no, 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 no. We can go from number one down to ten, and tails you can go from ten all the way down to up, up to one. Uh, this this coin of faith we have no soundboard, and of course is um, 2021 coin actually. Ah. I don't know where it's from because my eyesight is amazing, right? I can read. Way is like staring at it cross-eyed. I know, right? <laughs> Trying to read it. <laughs> There's something about them fighting two wars. Anyways, so I'm going to flip a coin. Tink. Tom. Oh. And he drops it onto the notebook. And it's a head, so that means we're going from one through ten. All right. I the old-fashioned so. way. I think so. I don't remember now, but we're going yeah, one through so ten. <laughs> okay, cool. Heads on top, tails on bottom. Literally that simple. Yeah. Anyway, uh, number one. Who could it be, guys? <gasps> I wonder. <gasps> <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Our number one wide receiver for the 2021-2022 is going to be good old Devontae Adams. Now, this is factor in because guess who is back? Aaron Rodgers guess is back. back. If Aaron Rodgers back again. today didn't even tell... Like if Aaron Rodgers didn't come out already saying that he wasn't gonna play with the Green Bay Packers this year, Devontae like Adams probably would have went down the list. I feel like if honestly he hasn't said anything since preseason, if we were still in that situation, he's not coming back. Like preseason, I think honestly was like the due date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Devontae Adams is our number one wide receiver this year. And I haven't placed it too. Uh, I did have him as number one on my list, but I think, I mean, he did come out saying like Devontae, didn't he come out saying he wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver uh-huh. and that he was the best wide receiver? Yeah, that's debatable. Um, that is debatable, but I wouldn't say he should get paid as much, but I do see him. There's, there's well, no reason why he's at number one right now. The thing is, right, uh, if he gets paid a ton of money, how are they going to pay Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> They're already paying that dude a ton of money. I know. So, like, two people can't get a ton of money. Perfect example is Patrick Mahomes, who basically has, like, half of the capital. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Devontae Adams, I mean, you don't really got to say a whole lot about him. Like, he's solid in PPR. He's solid in pretty much any especially format. Then, especially with him now having uh, Aaron Rodgers back. And Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, of course. I know you can say things about him, but he's a great quarterback. Yep. Okay. And now with Devontae Adams being there, I mean, he came in number one wide receiver overall last year. And he's averaged to make at least 17 points per game in PPR right now. Mm. And that's crazy. Um, what was I going to say again? Oh, yeah. So last year he scored about 357.40 points in fantasy PPR. Um. I mean, look at his targets, though. 149 targets. He caught 115 of them for a total of 1,374 receiving yards. Yep. And he had 18 receiving touchdowns, but he had no rushing at all, of course, because he's a you know, wide receiver. Wide receiver. What? Uh, but he had 18 receiving touchdowns. That's amazing. 
I don't know. I'm just. I mean, I don't know. Caught 115. I'm gonna say this right this time, okay? I got made fun of saying it last time, but that's an extra 115 points in your pocket. I think Instead last time I said 115 like 115 pockets in your point or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like that. I said 115 <laughs> pockets in your points. I'm like, what the? Yeah, I got made fun of that again. <laughs> I would tell you that again, but I don't. 82. Wanna, I don't want to bring it up anymore. Good old 82. That's another good one. Anyway, <laughs> so, so Devontae Adams is our number one wide receiver, and he is number one, of course, because, you know, he's always consistent. Like, he's average to make at least 17 to 16 points per game next year with Aaron Rodgers, you know? Yep. And this may be the last dance for the Green Bay Packers, so he may go out this year, you know? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so moving on to the number two spot. Do you want to take it? Sure. Because I feel like you love yes. this dude. Uh, <laughs> I like him now that he's on this team. That's Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs finished third in PPR and third in standard. Not yeah. bad. Not bad at all. Um, I mean, oh. I feel like oh. he could make that jump this year to number two. Uh, it's debatable at best. I mean, I don't know. Josh Allen has to watch out, though. You know, he's got Mitchell Trubisky on his back. The only downside I really see with Stefan Diggs uh, is his schedule from last year was a little easy. Yeah. Uh, his schedule this year is also a little easy, if I'm being honest. I mean, if you think about it, any team that gets to play the jo- the Jets twice, wow. come on. That, like, that's mm. <laughs> compliments to the chef because they're getting cooked. <laughs> like, that. that's good. Um, I mean, I don't really know what else I got to say. I mean, sure, they do have Zach Moss, who's making a big step up. I mean, they got Josh Allen. Come on. Bro. Yeah. Who, I mean, unfortunately, I probably won't be able to pick up. Yeah, unfortunately. But when you look at the team history, they're number, thir- they're number three in passing yards. Yep. And their offense is number two. Passing attempts are the 11th, and passing touchdowns are at the fourth spot. Uh-huh. Already, and then y- y- you add Diggs to the mix. Well, with Diggs already being in the mix. Let's not forget Diggs' uh, week 16 performance, where he just pretty much almost carried me to a win. Annihilated. Uh, <laughs> against New England, too. 41.5 points. <laughs> like, that is yeah. insane. This dude had a total of 328.60 fantasy points last year. That's his most he's had all career. It's insane. Uh, he had a total of eight. Receiving touchdowns, and he had a total of 166 targets and caught 127 then for a total of 1,535 yards, my dude. And do not forget, too, that this is the first time, I think, in Diggs' career where he was able to play all 16 games. And this is, yeah. I mean, with him being with Min- I feel bad for, like, the Minnesota Viking fans that had him, like, oh all my his gosh. career. And then he goes to the Bills and just Well, because a lot of them, you know, him. they look at him, and all they saw in him was the Minneapolis miracle where, yeah. like, they yeah. choked it at the end. With the Saints. I mean, I don't think, personally, I don't think the Minnesota Vikings fans are too offended because they got good old Justin Jefferson over there. Yeah. I feel like they're more of a guy, like, to them, they're probably like, yeah, carry on, dude. We wish you best of luck, you know? Yeah, it's not like uh, Andrew Luck where it's booed off the field. Yeah. <laughs> or Mitchell but you Trubisky. are right, though. He came in number three overall in my receiver, and I feel like he can make that push for the number two spot this year. I do, too. Uh, I really hope I can draft him, but I really feel like based on my position, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Me, too. Uh, 
We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully everyone in the first round in our league only drafts quarterbacks. Do that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good strat. <laughs> Just draft quarterbacks Just the entire the first the, round. Uh, Stephon Diggs. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next wide receiver. Our number three spot is going to be someone from our hometown, actually. It's going to be good old DeAndre Hopkins from the Arizona D-hop? Cardinals. Because he hops up to make that uh, Hail Murray. <laughs> He came in number four overall in wide receiver last year, and he had a total of 284.80 fantasy points in PPR last year. And that's the guy coming from the good old beaten down Houston team. Who I think he is very happy he's in Arizona compared I think, to that. I think he was happy. <laughs> I mean, he's, I think when he first got moved to Arizona, he was a little upset because, you know, he was with Deshaun Watson and everything. But now mm-hmm. that he's with Arizona and then, like, the whole downfall of the Dallas, you know, I mean, Houston Texans, you know, like, I'm great. I'm over here. The Houston Texans just imploding on themselves. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's happy that he's over here now. No, yeah. I mean, what do you really have to say about yeah. D-Hop? I mean, every year pretty much. Barring like his rookie year, I don't want to be, I don't want to like solid. Say, say anything because I know like Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams all came out. Even Michael Thomas, I came out saying like they're the best wide receivers in the league. Here's the thing, people: there can only be one. And I think, <laughs> and I think it's DeAndre Hopkins. I think so too. I feel like he's the number one wide receiver. He may not be like the number one. He finished number one, you know, but on, on the league. But I feel like he's probably the best wide receiver in the league at the moment. Honestly, I hate to say it, but it's the players who make their quarterback look good yeah. that are good players. Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kyler Murray's good. Yeah. Um, but Kyler Murray was even better. I mean, even look at it. Like, when, when you looked at it last season, even that video that came out with a, when there was a one-on-one with DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray saw and just smiled and yeah. threw the ball, you know? Like, <laughs> what, what kind of wide receiver can do that, you know? Make that wide, makes you have that much faith. Yeah, just like, just throw the ball over there. He'll catch it. I mean, he did a how Murray on the dude. He's, yep. he's like, he even patented the name. Yeah. And like <laughs> he's like, where's DeAndre? I think DeAndre is over there. Let me just, he's literally it, the meme know? of like <laughs> the quarterbacks that are like, I think they're down there. Just the literal reincarnation. He's like, I saw DeAndre Hopkins run that way. So let's just throw it that yeah. way. And then he <laughs> comes down with the ball. So that, that was, that's what makes you the best wide receiver in the league. And DeAndre Hopkins does that. Speaking. Because, uh, I mean, I don't really want to get into the whole, who's the best wide receiver at yeah. the moment. But it's just, I really think you have to agree with the fact that any wide receiver who makes a terrible quarterback look good, or just any quarterback, for that matter, look good, is good. Yeah, I think they call that, though. Like, the people that make them look good are kind of, they don't, they're not called the best wide receiver in the game. They're called, like, the most underrated. And that's just weird, you know? When it should be the other way around. Yeah. Like... (laughs) Uh, but speaking of the team, the Arizona Cardinals itself with DeAndre Hopkins on it, they came number six in offense. Their passing yard is 18th. Passing attempt is 15th. And passing touchdown is 13th. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, again, had a total of 160 targets last year and got 115 of them. Um, people said that DeAndre Hopkins didn't really have a great breakout year last year. But he still did amazing. The dude came in number four in overall, you know, mm-hmm. in wide receiver last year. And he had a total of uh, 1,407 uh, receiving yards and a total of six receiving touchdowns. That's not much, but the dude had a total. Of, dude was, like, kind of close to what? Hold on. Sorry, what? 
I'm trying to read this stat perfectly. This dude oh. had six receiving touchdowns. I mean, ain't no like Stephon Diggs who had like what eighteen. Diggs, I think, only had eight. Devontae Adams had eighteen. Uh Devontae Adams had eighteen. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was targeted 160 times, like I said, and caught 115 of them. Yards per you know target was 8.79. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not bad though. Uh, yeah. I feel like Dante Hopkins can can annihilate that stat this year. I feel like he can do a lot better. Uh, new season coming along. Because when you think about it, Kyle Murray is obviously a great quarterback. We both agree on that. But we don't know if that injury, that shoulder injury he had last season has carried over. Yeah, we don't know that at all. I really hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I hope not either. So, uh, moving on, I guess. Yes. Yes. Uh, What number are we on? We are on number four, and we're going to go move on to another red team, which is going to be Tyreek Hill from the... Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes over there, of, of course. I have Tyreek at five. I did not read any of mine at all. I forgot to do that. So Tyreek Hill was number two for me. Diggs was number three for me. And Hopkins was number four for me. Diggs was one and Hopkins was three. <laughs> so, moving on to Tyreek Hill. This dude... Uh, Oozes speed. Absolute speed. This dude came in number wide receiver number two last year overall. Uh... He's projected to make this dude's projected to make at least nineteen points per game in PPR next year. Nineteen slash twenty. That's crazy. Um And he and he looks good because I know he's been injured a little bit for the past couple of days, but he returned to practice like nine days ago in full recovery. Mm-hmm. So I don't like I said about this last time, like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They're all built different, you know. You, you remember Travis Kelsey Travis Kelsey, or oh, what's his real name? Travis Kels or whatever. Travis Kels came out saying that like he had a big ankle injury or something. And you're like, are you worried about that? It's like, no. no. And then he came back saying he's 100%. I'm like, I told you, man. You know I think the only thing, if you don't know about Tyree Kill, uh, just go back if you can and mm-hmm. look up uh, week 12 against Tampa Bay. I had to play against him that week. And he had 57.9 points. Do <laughs> you think I won that week? I don't huh? think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> it sucks that you you get to play what Diggs and then you had to play Tyree Kill yeah. last year in those well, breakout no, I had games. Diggs, Diggs was yeah. nice to me. It's just I swear last year I had the worst luck because I would always play people whenever they blow up. Didn't you play Lockett in them too? Yeah, I think I played Lockett when he had a fifty two <laughs> I think I played uh Christian Kirk when he had like thirty six. <laughs> I think I played yeah, I played Tyree Kill. I just <laughs> I fought to get to the finals, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was surprised I got there. Um so coming speaking about Tyree Kill, speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs, it's a Kansas City Chiefs. All right, they may just, they may have lost one of the best Bowl. offenses in the league, if not the best. They are the number one. Uh, offense in the league right now. Passing yards, number one. Passing attempts, number three. Passing touchdown, number three also. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Six. Tyreek Hill, 327.90 points in PPR last year. Mm-hmm. He was targeted 135 times, but look at this. He was targeted 135 times, but caught a total of 87 of them. It ain't no, like, 115 or 136 the other two made you. Know? <laughs> but, he was, but look at this. Because, like, t- Stephon Diggs had, like, what, eight yeah, yeah, receiving eight. touchdowns? And uh, Hopkins had, like, six receiving touchdowns. And you're saying that Harry Kill had a total of only 87 receptions? Well, others had, like, what, had, like, 126? Well, this dude had a total of 15 receiving touchdowns. I guarantee you, at least almost five of them 
came from the game against Tampa. That man was backflipping on Tampa, <laughs> if you guys remember that one. Yeah, this, this dude had a total of 15 receiving touchdowns. That's just ca- crazy right there. He had a total of 1,276 receiving yards. He also had two rushing touchdowns. Let's he not forget about that. And he did have two rushing touchdowns. You're right. So that's a total of, if I do the math on my fingers, five plus two. Five that's plus two. 17 <laughs> touchdowns. do <laughs> <laughs> five plus two. And the dude has Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, it's enough said about Patrick Mahomey. Um, I know they said they were working Miko Hardman in, but I'm really not threatened by that. I I'm feel like the either. draft position of Tyreek Hill is still solid. I mean, you're still drafting him over Miko, if anything. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Uh, so, shall we move on, I guess? Yeah. You want to take it? Can I take it to like the last four? Four, we're on five. Oh, we have uh, Calvin Ridley. I can okay. read it. I got it. Calvin Ridley. Uh, listen, okay, I would honestly place him higher if I could. Uh, I had Calvin Ridley at four. Reason being, Julio's gone. Obviously. And Calvin Ridley, when Julio was gone, was insanity. I'd call it phenomenal. It was magnanimous. <laughs> Word of the day. What's another one? Mm, he was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. He was He tight. was big point. He was Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> so he baby. missed one game. He finished fifth in PPR. Targeted 143 times. Caught 90 for almost 1,400 yards. 1,400? Yep. Just about. And nine receiving and touchdowns. And he was the wide receiver number two last year. Yep. <laughs> Imagine being a... Well, he is the number he one is now. one. And he had to play against good passing defenses like Chicago, mm-hmm. Green Bay, Tampa, Kansas City. And each and every one, at least almost 15-plus. Yeah. This dude's average should make at least 17 points per game in full PPR next year. Yep. He came in number five wide receiver uh, overall. And how many fancy points did you say he had? 280.50 fancy points uh-huh. last year? And that's with him being a backup. Well, not a backup, but the second wide receiver. Oh, second wide receiver. Even though Julio Jones was out most of the time, but still, he was considered a number as two spot. As far as I'm concerned, Calvin Ridley, honestly, is a big first-round talent sleeper. He is. I really don't see a whole lot of people drafting him, barring how many people you have in your league, but I don't see a whole lot of people drafting him in the first round. Yeah, I don't really see a lot of people like looking at him and be like, All right, I'm going to move forward, and like I'm pushing towards Calvin Ridley, you know? But I feel like Calvin Ridley... Honestly, now listen, I know they got Kyle Pitts, okay? But the as rookie. of this moment, we don't know if Kyle Pitts is going to output, 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 that's the word I'm looking for, Travis Kelsey level of numbers, or is he going to output Daryl Daniels' Arizona Cardinals level <laughs> of numbers, where he's on the COVID list, and which we equals were, zero. And then speaking about like the offense, we talked about the running game, you know, not that great, you know? So Mike they're going to have to pass it. So like Calvin Ridley's right there, you know? It's only his third year in the league. Yeah. (laughs) This will be his fourth. But as far as I'm concerned, Calvin Ridley is a huge steal if you can get him in round two. Uh, But speaking of the Falcons team in general, I mean, their passing yards last year was their – they came in fifth. Their passing attempts were fourth. Passing touchdown was the 15th. And their overall offense was ranked number 18th. Mm -hmm. And just touchdown in general, it was ranked number 23rd. Uh not bad. I mean, they have Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's always solid old for Matty them. Ice. Good old Matty Ice. And I, 
I imagine him being making it still the top twelve QBs, top ten maybe. We'll see. But top twelve, top twelve QBs, yeah, I definitely see him making it. We'll see it. how Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts do together. Yeah. But I really feel like Calvin Ridley is a huge steal if he falls to two or three. Yeah, but he's he's a guy that can be set in stone for your number one wide receiver spot. In your because team. if you look at it last year, he only had one game. Well, two games, I guess, technically. I don't really count Week 17 because no one plays Week 17 in <laughs> fantasy. Anyway, but he only had two weeks, barring his injury week, weeks, his injury two weeks, where he was at least over 14 points. Yeah. His highest game was Week 1 Yeah, with 33.90 points, and then that was against the Seahawks, and then Tampa Bay, 32.30 points. It's like... Man, and getting in Kansas City, seventeen point thirty, not bad. No, <laughs> when you think about it. I mean, again, I don't really count Week Seventeen because no one plays fantasy football unless you're weird in Week Seventeen. Yeah, because again, no one's trying. <laughs> this year, though, who knows? Maybe we will have a Week Seventeen fantasy football championship game. Most likely. Um, again, Calvin Ridley, I think, is a huge, huge steal. If he falls to round round two, yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. So, um, moving on to number six. Let's see if I can still do this. Good old Justin Jefferson. Good old JJ. I had Justin Jefferson at number six as well. Uh, I don't really need to go on a whole tangent for this guy. I like had Jefferson, <laughs> Justin, or JJ at number nine for myself. I mean, uh, what else is there really to say? The simple fact is that Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are both in the top ten. And it's difficult to get two wide receivers on the same team in the <laughs> top ten. Okay. So, <laughs> Uh, it's difficult to get two players on the <laughs> same team on the top ten, let alone the same position. <laughs> Not only that, but like this dude's coming off his rookie year. You know, he ain't no like sixth year or fourth year into the league. This dude's coming into his second year in the league. Listen, if this if the NFL wasn't so quarterback focused nowadays, Justin Jefferson honestly, I think, should have taken rookie of the year. I think so too. It's just the league's so quarterback focused it's pointless. Uh, this dude came number six overall in wide receiver, and he's averaged to make at least 18, point, 18 points per game in full PBR next year. With Adam Thielen. With Adam and Dalvin Thielen. Cook. And Dalvin Cook. Um, <laughs> like I said, this guy's coming off his second, uh, his first year in the league. The we hype is insane. The hype, And I'm on the hype train, too. I am. Speaking Heck, I got <laughs> a first-class ticket on that <laughs> hype train. <laughs> Speaking of the team itself, they came number fourth in offense, passing yards with number... 12th passing attempts that came in 27th passing touchdown they were in 6th place and touchdown in general was number 8th um, but the thing is he did struggle though against teams that you would suspect he struggles against Yeah, Green Bay the Colts, Seattle Green Bay again, this one is weird but Detroit Detroit yeah. and then he struggles again at Tampa which is surprising though is that he did so good against Chicago's past defense uh, with 14.5. Oh, sorry, wrong number. 18.4. <laughs> I was looking at New Orleans. Yeah. Um, are you at all worried? Do you feel like he can carry over the hype from last season? I think he can. I feel like he has the potential to do it. I mean, nothing, when you think about it, like, for the Vikings itself, nothing has really changed from last year. Mm-mm. They still got Kirk Cousins over there throwing him the ball. Other than a few staffing changes. Yeah, and staff. And then he's got the same lineup, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, you know. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Uh, 
I so I don't feel like like nothing for them has really changed as much. Be like nothing has changed for them. Also about them making it for the playoffs. Anyways, no. <laughs> I mean, just looking at it, like I think his best game was what the Falcons was against Tennessee. Actually, oh yeah, it was the Atlanta Falcons. My bad. Went nine for eleven. He caught a hundred and sixty six yards and two passing touchdowns. That's insane. How many players do you know that can let alone top 100 yards a week? Because <laughs> almost he was pretty much doing it almost every week. He was. Uh, he, he came in with a total of five, uh, 500. 273.20 <laughs> points. Man, that 500 points sure would be nice. Though. He was targeted <laughs> 125 times and caught 88 of them, and he had a total of seven receiving touchdowns. He had 1,400 yards on the dot. Exactly. Uh, yards per catch. 15.91. That's crazy. So every time he caught the ball, he was at least above 15 yeah, yards. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, again, what else is there really to say about Justin Jefferson that hasn't already been shown? Mm-hmm. Like, brings a tear to my eye. Anyway, uh, should we move on? Yeah. I want to take this one because I got bullied by this one. Uh, that's good old Tyler Lockett, who scored a whopping, I believe, 52 or 56 points. In full PPR. What? We're on number seven. Aren't we seven? No, we just did Justin Jefferson. Oh, did I skip? Yeah, you skipped. I skipped. My bad. Uh Oh, yes. I still want to take this one. Okay, go for <laughs> it. <laughs> Alan Robinson. Sorry, I spoiled our number eight. Uh, just act like that didn't happen. Um, So, Alan Robinson. I think we've talked about him a lot on the show uh, for a very long time. And, again, this is one of those players where it's like, what else do you have to say? Point and simple case is that uh, he made Mitchell Trubisky go to the Pro Bowl. Oh, we've been saying that forever. Like, come on. <laughs> and I know you're probably not going to see a whole lot of him in preseason, which is good. You don't want him to get hurt. No. If anything, you'll probably see him on that very last preseason game, just as a little warm-up game type thing. I mean, he is so set as questionable, but I do see him coming in week one. Yes, and he has been speaking high praise of Justin Fields. Yeah. Uh, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> this dude came in number ninth spot overall for wide receiver, and he's averaged to make at least 15 points a game in full PPR next year. And the schedule, honestly, it's questionable, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but don't don't they have a great ending schedule, though? They do. Or no. It, was a, it wasn't a good ending schedule. I think it was a good starting schedule. Because oh they yeah, played yeah, the Rams, right. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, Vegas. And that is immaculate. That is. Uh, but speaking of the team itself, the Bears, I mean, they did Well, hey, look at that. way. We actually do get a competitive game week five. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, my bad. I can't wait for that. That'll be a good one. Be then we can you. actually say stuff. <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, it was the last game. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of the team rank itself, offense that came in 26th spot, passing yards was 22nd, passing attempt was the 8th spot, passing touchdown was the 18th spot, and touchdown in general was the number 24th spot. I mean, spot. like, listen, how many people are out there well, speaking praise of the Bears This offense? is last year, okay? Yeah. But I'm just saying, last year they had Nick Foles and Trubisky, but now they got Justin Field and Andy Dalton over Red there. Red Rifle and the Young Gun. I'm just saying, it's just a little bit better, and we all know who's yeah. going to take the number one spot by the end of the year. Here's hoping, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about like the passing yard and passing attempt spot, you know. Of course, that's gonna change. That's gonna I change hope. This I year. certainly hope. 
Because otherwise, it looks like we go in like eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> same old, same old. Uh, <laughs> Maybe nine and or it won't be eight and eight actually. Oh yeah, that's right. It'd be eight and nine or something. Yeah, no I'd honestly tied. see eight and nine. I would uh, not see nine and eight. <laughs> <laughs> Allen Robinson is another wide receiver that I do like to praise. He's a great wide receiver. I am all for him. He's it's probably just one for of for whatever reason he's he's probably one of my wide, favorite wide receivers in fantasy right after Galladay. And you both know and you know why I love Galladay. It's just that Allen Robinson, honestly, I feel like is really slept on. Yeah, he doesn't get do. drafted early for it all for what like his stats output. It's insane. Do you know his average draft projection? No, I do not. I can look that up though. Hold on. Uh, but speaking of it, he came in a total of two hundred and sixty-two point ninety points in full PPR. Allen Robinson is the supposed tenth wide receiver to go off the board at twenty-nine point eight. Wow. He is I feel like below I DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, uh, and he's just right above Terry McLaurin. I feel like that's a huge steal, though, being the 10th wide receiver off the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's not even on number 10 wide receiver on here. He's on number 7. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think we really need to say a whole lot. Um, I mean, how many touchdowns did he have last year? He had a total of six receiving touchdowns. Not bad. Not bad. With Trubisky and With Trubisky and Foles, and Foles right? Uh, Foles and Trubisky. I mean. Come on now. Point in case and taken. Yeah. I mean, I do feel bad, though, that they, they hit him with a franchise tag. Yeah. I feel like they should have gave him a contract. They should have signed him. I know we don't have money. But, heck, just go in the back and print some. All right? <laughs> like, you can find some way, please. Uh, Khalil Mack has enough money. Like, yeah. come on. Uh, anyway, moving on uh, to my leaked number eight. I know. You spoiled <laughs> it. I didn't mean to. Let's go Tyler Lockett. Mr. 52 points, I believe. Uh, Mr. Ruin Your Week. Just like Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Pretty much ruined my entire season now that I think about it. Tyler Lockett is set to be. Hold on, give me a second if I can find him. Um, yep, fifty-three. Actually, it was fifty-three, right on the dot that he had. Fifty-three, uh, what? Fifty-three points exactly against Arizona. That game that went into overtime, I oh believe. Yeah. That's insane. Cardinals won that game, but can we just talk about Keenan Allen's stats that game? He caught fifteen out of twenty passes. 200 yards even, and three passing touchdowns. That's brutal. If you didn't win that week and you had Tyler Lockett, what were you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tyler Lockett is set in stone to be the 22nd wide receiver off the board. That is shocking. Um, Probably because they got uh, DK Metcalf over there. Maybe that's why he is set below DK Metcalf. Because I think DK Metcalf is set to be. You mean Megatron Jr.? (laughs) <laughs> what do you want to call him? <laughs> He's DK Metcalf is set to be the number five receiver off the board, and we put Tyler Lockett above DK Metcalf. Um, I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable placing DK Metcalf on my top ten. I don't. Um, speaking of Tyler Lockett, though. Yes. Very good. This dude's a great wide receiver. Uh, huge steal. He is a huge steal. Uh, I just feel like when you think about it, like the. Seahawks didn't really change as much again this year. You know, they still got Same Russell team. Wilson over there. They lost a few defensive players, but that's really about it. Yeah, and I think Tyler Lock could probably make that huge breakout year this year, you know? Well, I mean, he's already broken out, but I feel like what you mean is, yeah, I feel like it could be another 
Yeah, like big a, old gain. a little French kiss again right there. <laughs> he came number eight overall in wide receiver last year. And, like, look at his team again. Like I said, nothing changed. But his offense is number 17th. Passing yard was 13th. Passing attempt was the 17th. Passing touchdown was the 5th. Touchdown in general was the 7th. This dude had a total of 264.40 fancy points in, in PPR last year. He was targeted 130 times. 132 times and caught 100 of them on the dots mm-hmm. and had 10 receiving touchdowns. That's so crazy. Yep. Um, I mean, I mean that's important, Keaton. That's all you really got to say about Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's been consistent for years now. I mean, he's getting drafted. There's no way he makes it past four or five. Round four or five. Yeah, I mean, like I said, unfortunately he is a number – 22nd wide receiver to go off the board. But supposedly. Supposedly. But you know how people are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, moving on. Uh, you can take this one if you want because I want to take the last one. Okay. So, in our number nine spot, it's going to be good old Amari Cooper on the Dallas Cowboys. Who is dealing kind of with an injury at the moment. Yeah, he is. But I do see him coming back week one, unfortunately. Well. Uh, but I'm very excited for this guy because Dak is back. Jack is back, baby. And I feel like, <laughs> a, like, when you, uh, give me a second. Amari Cooper, what is he set to be? Give me a second. We're so prepared. Amari Cooper is set to be the 14th wide receiver off the board in the draft this year. All right. Which is above Tyler Lockett. Which is above Tyler Lockett. But he came in number wide receiver 15th last year, and that was without Dak Prescott. For a majority of the season. Yeah. Was Dak, I think, left, what, week five? Week four, I thought it was. I thought it was against the Giants, wasn't it? I don't remember. No, I thought it was week four he left. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, you can go ahead and talk about him. <laughs> so speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they came number 14th in offense last year, 7th in passing yards, 2nd in passing attempts, 19th in passing touchdowns, and 20th in touchdowns, and that was without Dak Prescott moved forward. After week four or five. So to kind of interject here, it was the Giants game. Okay. So it was week five? Yes. Uh, this dude, Amari Cooper, had a total of 236.80 points last year in PPR. He ranked number 15 again, and he was targeted 130 times and caught 92 of them. He did break 1,000, of course, like most wide receivers do. Uh, 1,114 yards and a total of five receiving touchdowns. I feel like that can change a lot this year with Dak being back. Yep. Uh, he's a great quarterback, of course. Like, he was set in stone. I actually saw this one stat about, uh, what is it, about um, Dak Prescott. I just want to read this to you real quick. Give me was one. it his phenomenal numbers he put up, and he was still leading for two weeks after he was hurt, like we've been saying for a long time? Yeah, it was like that. Okay. You want to continue? continue the conversation because something's going on with my phone right now uh what was the conversation i was preparing for the next <laughs> oh oh actually hold on i think i found it give me a second okay. give me like five seconds as you guys can tell we are great at this and we are very very we're totally not just doing it on the fly yeah so <laughs> through full game through four full games in 2020 deck prescott was on page for a total of seven thousand and a hundred and four total yards and 48 touchdowns that's insane that's insane just imagine that now with Amari Cooper. Oh, it's, uh, this is why Amari Cooper is our number ninth spot, 
And that's all you really got to say about it is Dak's back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Dak honestly might be a little pissed off about last season. So I yeah. really see Dak bouncing back. And again, Dak is back. So moving on towards number 10, I do believe, yes? Mm-hmm. The last one of the day. Yes, good old Terry McLaurin is who we got. Uh, by the way, I did not have Amari Cooper at all on my list. I, and I do not 10. have Terry McLaurin at all on my list. I had number Amari Cooper at number 10. I think um, uh, Terry McLaurin was like number 8 or something. No, he was number 7. I had Allen Robinson at 7. I feel like I said that, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, uh, Terry McLaurin. Listen, if you guys are long-time listeners on this show, you basically know that I am like... I got like a shrine of Terry McLaurin. I've had him for two years. Don't you have a jersey of him, too? Yes, I do. Yeah. I'll do it in the post. <laughs> I'll wear it during the post in this hot room. Today? Uh, yes. Oh. So, anyway, Terry McLaurin, listen, what else you got to say? He's one of those, as we said earlier, he makes the quarterback look good. I mean, he made Alex Smith look good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, for sure, he's making Ryan Fitzpatrick look even better. He looks fun. Fitzpatrick is still good. He is ranked our number 10th wide receiver, but he's also ranked the number 10th wide receiver to go off the board. Even though he only finished number 20. Yeah, he did. Uh, it's just I feel like Terry McLaurin can finally make that break into mainstream top 10 stardom. I mean, they got Ryan Fitzpatrick over there. I mean, Fitzmagic. I mean, I feel like Fitzmagic, we both agree that Fitzmagic was a better quarterback than Alex Smith last year. Yes. Oh, he is. <laughs> and I just feel like with Ryan Fitzpatrick being over there, it's going to be a great like breakout year for Terry McLaurin. Not like he, not like he's already breaking out before. Mm-hmm. Like you said, this rank, this dude is ranked number twentieth in wide receiver. Now he's going to rank number tenth. That's ten spots up. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. It's mm. he only missed one game last year too. I really don't know what else I got to say about Terry I mean, you could say that you get a total of four receiving touchdowns. Which is which is not bad. Like we said, the quarterback situation was a little bit different last year. He was but you gotta look at the offense too. Yeah, he targeted 134 times and caught 87 of them for a total of 1,118 yards, receiving yards in total. The only threat I see there is Antonio Gibson. Yeah, taking away time from Terry McLaurin, but that's it. Uh, Logan Thomas. Uh, we are. I think we've stated before we're a bit shaky. We don't know if Logan Thomas can maintain yeah. the stardom he had last year. Uh, but they do have Curtis Samuel over there now, too. True. But I don't feel like that's going to be... It will affect Terry McLaurin just a little bit, but I feel like McLaurin always going to be on top on this one. I feel like he's underrated, honestly, just because of the team he's on. Yeah, the Washington <laughs> football team, of course. <laughs> I really hope they change their name soon. Uh, they will next year. <laughs> it's too long. Unfortunately, this year they have to go through the football team. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't wait to play against the football team. This <laughs> <year>. <laughs> America's team. <laughs> Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't really know. I, there's nothing else I can really think of for Terry McLaurin. I mean, I think we've talked about him so much just throughout all the other shows that it's like, yeah, it's insane. Anyway, I feel like Terry McLaurin can do it, and I feel like uh, that's pretty much all we got for today. Yeah. Uh, that is our consistent rating. Consistent ratings from consensus. one consensus ratings from one through ten of our wide receivers spot for the fancy season for 2021 2022 and it's PPR. Full PPR. <sighs> Full PPR. Man, I had to speak too much. I don't know why. I was like losing my breath right there. 
So, <laughs> I on. outro time. You want to do it? I guess, sure. <laughs> do it, Jagged. Do the, it. They call me the outro master, so Let's I don't know why. So, anyway, I don't really need to do a whole long-winded intro because if you guys were listening partway through the episode, Leia pretty much gave away everything, like I did when I leaked number eight. Uh, I, links in the description for everything. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. I mean, Leia pretty much said all of this, people. I mean, come on, but you gotta say it. Something like so you got you gotta like think of something. What's up, party people? I hope you had a wonderful, fantastic time. Uh, <laughs> make sure you tune in next week for the next spectacular episode. And I'm pretty sure what we have left is quarterback. Yes. So we're gonna do our next quarterback. This is the rating concise. What? How consensus. Consensus ratings for next year. My not bad. Not consent. Not concise. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. Way on. I can't talk. I'm sorry. Uh, this is your outro. Let me can continue. Let you continue. See, he still can't talk. Anyway. <laughs> Wow, you're just bashing on your co-host <laughs> over here. Thank you. Isn't that what we do? I thought you were my friend. Gosh. Anyway, links in the description for everything. Instagram, Twitter, Yahoo.com. I don't know. It's Gmail. It's not Yahoo. I know it's Gmail. I'm the one who writes the description. <laughs> Why'd you say <laughs> Yahoo? I was trying to think of something new. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go check it out if you want to. If not, whatever. Share the episode with a friend if you want to. Yeah. Again, if you're listening on Spotify, give us that follow, that plus button, or anything else. But if you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and scroll down right now and give us a rating or if, or even a feedback, you know, so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. And there goes way interjecting in my epi- my uh, outro. Just adding on to it. Man. Adding on to it. Just uh-huh. adding on. I'm trying uh-huh. to be a great friend over here. Trying to help Some you DLC. Out. I'm trying to pick you up from your feet, you know. My feet? As opposed to what? What? What else would I be on besides my feet? <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm trying to pick you up off your feet. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I said that wrong. Anyway, Again. thank you so much for listening, and <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, next Saturday, I do believe. It'll probably be a later episode because I have to work. Oh, this is so cool. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, But, hey, when school's out, we're back to Thursday episode for, like, three months. Yeah, but when you think about it, during school season is when the fan when the football. I know. Season well, I'm just telling you. I'm that saying. makes those. What's off season is here, guys. We're back <laughs> to our regular <laughs> schedule. Like what? Gosh. We're still figuring it out. All right. <laughs> We're trying our best. Can't right. exactly go full time with the podcast yet. But hey, thanks again for everything you guys have done uh, up to this point. Yep. And we are gonna try and figure out what to do for an Instagram post. So thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week. All right. Peace out.